If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Michelangelo. Happy Friday. It's time for some classic A&G. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. All right. Gonna get right to it today. I'm kind of limited on time. I got a busy schedule, but I wanted to make sure you got your fill of some classic A and G. It was 2010. And Joe Getty has a garage sale. I really don't see that many signs for garage sales in my neighborhood anymore. I think most stuff is sold on eBay or Craigslist now. There's still occasionally garage sales, but I don't think people want strangers coming to their house. And in this segment, Joe Getty talks about strangers coming to his house. It wasn't just that they were strangers, they were cheap strangers. So let's go back to 2010. When Joe Getty has a garage sale. Garage sale. I actually had a garage sale Saturday. Mm -hmm. It's a moving sale, technically, as we were moving. But... You get rid of a lot of crap, which is really the goal of most garage sales? Yeah, we got rid of a lot of crap. We hung on to a lot of crap. Uh, Crap that you didn't want to hang on to? Right. That's why it was for sale. Uh, Do you need, like, a really big corner desk unit? No. No, no, no. Listen to me now. It's it's nice wood. It's a little beat up, but it's, like, computer and your printer. It's got a slide-out drawer for your printer. You know what I need? Nothing. It's got a hutch. I need nothing. You need a hutch. I don't need anything. Buy my hutch. I need nothing for the rest of my life. So it's hot... I'm there in my garage and or uh, driveway, and a, a steady parade of mm, probably 60% non-English speakers uh, visited me at my home for quite a few hours on Saturday. How do you advertise a garage sale in the modern world? Uh, in your local newspaper. Uh, that's a good one, because uh, they always have a website as well. The Penny Saver. And then what? They start pretty early, don't they? 
Well, see, I've that's never, the thing. I've never had one, and I've never been a garage sale shopper, but I know people who are really into it get up dang early to go. I'm glad you asked. So uh, Judith zip, zipped over a few minutes before me to set up the signs, you know, garage sale, that way, um, <laughs> with the name of our street, our former street, um, uh, in, at various points, and which, by the way, every single one of those signs, every stinking one, I went and cleaned up afterward. Thank you very much. Uh, and, and you should, too, you idiot a-holes. Where do you think those signs go? What do you think happens to him? You think the garage sale sign fairy picks him up for you, brings him to the landfill? Anyway, uh, so she goes 20 minutes early. We were running a little late, but so people see her setting the signs and begin to follow her from point to point, thinking, oh, my God, they're just setting out the signs. We're going to get the jump. And so Judy gets... We'll get the really good stuff. Right. We'll get that Van Gogh that they don't realize is a Van Gogh. So Jude gets to the old house like 20 minutes before the thing's supposed to start, and there's a crowd. It's it's, it's like they're about to open the gates at a rock concert. She's like, we're not... I'm not... What's the... Well, if you want to buy stuff and you got money, come on in. Uh, so it was, it was wild. These people are feverish. But... Trying to conduct negotiations because the haggling is, is, you know, I'm not real comfortable with the haggling thing. I'm okay with it, with the going back and forth. Nah, that's too high. I just, you know, the negotiation thing. I'm okay with it. But boy, after Saturday, I'll negotiate with anything. How much do you want for that piece of gum? Two cents? How about one? Will you take one? And that's about how it got. My haggling at a garage sale would, will you take a dollar for that? Yes. Yes, I'll take whatever you'll give me. Get if, it out of here. If if you and it are gone in a minute, I'll take anything you Consider offer. Consider that a win. But we had nice nice ladies who um coming and buying uh, like uh, clothing. And is that the hot item? What's the hot item at a garage sale? Oh gosh, I don't know. Yeah, you can you can sell clothes. Um, sold a fair number of children's books. Ah, various small appliances. Sports equipment. I'm trying what was to your most of... expensive item you sold, or among the most expensive items? Oh, probably uh, a, a electronic keyboard that I was going to sell on eBay, but I thought, what the heck, if somebody wanted it. Not like, not like played... a computer keyboard, a piano, a, a piano organ, 175 different sounds out How of much it. you did? That 160 for? bucks At a garage sale. Wow. Yeah. See, I, I, I don't think I would ever show up at a garage sale with more than $5 in my pocket. So well, I wouldn't... <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Your big ticket items are really, you're just trying to get lucky. Uh-huh. Because you find, because people don't come armed for that sort of purchase. But I have a moral dilemma. They're not ready to fill out a credit app. I have a moral dilemma. By the way, I I texted a bunch of people (laughs) that I was uh, having a garage sale and what was going on. And many people who texted me back from all walks of life said, watch out for a particular ethnic group. Because they'll what? That they're spectacularly... Cheap and hard bargainers. And indeed, one member of that ethnic group did offer me $5 collectively for both a bread maker. It was probably $100 new. Wow. (laughs) And a four-slot toaster that was in perfect condition. He offered me $5 for the two of them. I said... (laughs) I said, look, I'm I'm going to give them to my friends before I do that. Get out of here. What are they priced at? I don't know, fifteen bucks a Boy, piece. Boy, used like that. used stuff is not worth oh, much. It's not worth squat. It, it, it makes you question um, uh, our consumer society and, and and buying anything new. I mean, oh, wait a second, God dang it! You can spend a hundred bucks on something new, and it's worth almost nothing when you go to get rid of it, and it works just as well as when you bought it. Here's your moral dilemma: 
Guy shows up early, early, before the thing even opens. It's about 8 o'clock. He wants to buy a bunk bed we sold, Mm. which was another real nice, um, one of the big ticket items we got rid of. He says, yes, I want it. I completely want it. I got to go to the cash machine and get money. Okay? And Judy, I wasn't there yet. Judy didn't get a deposit from him, but wrote sold on it. Hour goes by. I said, what did the guy look like? What are you talking about? Another hour goes by. We're at two hours now. Guy hasn't come back. We get to two and a quarter hours. There's a guy there with cash money wants to buy the bunk bed. How many hours went by? Two and a quarter hours. We got no deposit. I don't have this guy's name. He didn't say when he's coming back. Nothing. This is 100 bucks for this thing, right? Mm. So, you know, it's, 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 it's money. Um, it's not like, you know, a, a guy offering me a dollar for a shirt I've got priced at $2. Oh, for God's sake. Give me the dollar. Get out of here. <laughs> Enjoy that dollar, you say. Why don't you go buy half a hot dog at a freaking convenience store, you cheap ass. Get out of my yard. So two and a quarter hours come by. Nice gentleman uh, wanted to buy the bed. He had cash money. Uh-huh. I said, sold. It's yours. Take it. Naturally, 60 seconds later. <laughs> oh, God. Minivan guy comes back. Judy says, oh, my God, there he, that's the guy. So I go out to meet him in the truck. I say, or in the, in the street, I say, I'm, hey, look, I'm really sorry. We just sold the thing for cash money. I didn't think you were coming back. It's been a couple of, you, uh, I said, look, I apologize. Misunderstanding. Should have gotten a deposit. It, Why did he say it? He was spitting mad. And it occurred to me, well, and he's red in the face. I say, look, I had no idea if you were coming back. Guy had cash. And he gets back in his car. He slams the door and drives away. And it occurred to me as he drove away, he'd never actually said a coherent word. (laughs) He just made, and I kept apologizing, trying to defuse the situation, but he finally got back in his car and drove away. So there's no explanation for why it took so long to go to the ATM? Dude, no. Without a deposit, to, am, am I wrong in this? Well, I, I can't. I don't know. I would. I would never think of getting into deposits at a garage sale. But well, you, it ain't sold till I have a deposit. <laughs> a deposit? Oh, Who yeah. makes a deposit at a garage sale? Anybody who wants something held. Well, I don't. Know. I just. I just. You I can't. can't there's no handshake deals at garage sales. I just can't imagine. People are trying to get like couches for two dollars. I just can't imagine saying I got to run to the ATM and coming back over two hours later. I don't care where you live. There's an ATM within ten minutes. I mean, exactly. That's what seems strange to me. Ironically, when you're trying to sell a bed, you snooze, you lose. Many years ago, as a kid, my mom had a garage sale, and it was basically the same experience. You put something out there for twenty dollars, and people say, "I'll give you two bucks for it." It wasn't worth the time, the setup. It was just a pain. I don't know. Maybe we had junky stuff, but still, even good stuff, people try and rip you off. Well, I hope you enjoyed that classic A&G, but I'll be back next week. Until then, well, I guess that's it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.